1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Rangers planning for next season is underway with the signing of Zambian forward Fashion Sikala Scott Brown believes Celtic will be back stronger after a summer of change And David Turnbull, Nathan Patterson, Josh Doig and Lewis Ferguson make up the shortlist for the Football Writers Young Player of the Year I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Roger Hanna Yeah, we're getting to that end of season feeling, Gordon Just two Premiership games left to go The lower league playoffs start tonight to Scottish Cup semi-finals at the weekend and people looking towards next season already the Angels have called on Fashion Sakala and when you see Daz's golf jersey we'll be calling the Fashion Police I think absolutely that thing has seen better days but we're not here to judge you too much uh, big weekend of football behind us and big week ahead it's a brilliant time there'll of the still, season there'll still be plenty of talking points after Sunday's game Gordon um, but uh, a lot of talking points this weekend as well. Big game tonight. This is in the playoffs. Um, old club Wraith against Dunfermline. Looking forward to that. Um, but the probably the talking points, main talking points, will still be about Rangers and Celtic on Sunday. Yeah, plenty to debate in terms of today's news. That signing of Fashion Sakala. Rangers fans, what do you make of that? How pleased are you to be starting that building process already from a position of strength? Have you looked into the player? What do you make of him? Uh, Celtic fans, I know you are, you're hoping that this is the week things change in the, the dugout. Well, nothing yet, but we'll wait and see. So pick up the phone. And I'm looking forward to a good debate later on about that shortlist for Young Player of the Year. Turnbull, Patterson, Doig and Ferguson. Who would your shout be? Has anyone been left off the list? Let us know. And as Gordon says, huge games tonight. Dunfermline Wraith in the first of the Premiership playoff games. And Scottish Leagues 1 and 2 brought... To a conclusion tonight as well So it is all happening Please do pick up the phone 0141 951 1025 And let us know what is on your mind We will start with this one though Rangers signing Zambian forward Fashion Sikala Planning for next season Roger Hanna What do you read into that one? Um, Well we read into it that Rangers are even further ahead of Celtic than perhaps we'd anticipated in terms of planning for next season. Um, Jack Simpson, who started his first old firm game at the weekend, was initially signed in a pre-contract in January. That deal got over the line before the, the window closed. So did the deal for Scott Wright from Aberdeen. So did the deal for Namde Offabor, who is coming in from Bournemouth as well in the summer. And now, add to that, Fashion Sakala from Ostend. Um, he's at a good age, 24. He's had an interesting career. I think he was at Spartak Moscow mm. prior to going to Belgium. Um, he's done well in Belgium. He scored goals. He looks a sort of versatile Attacking player I spoke to Jack Henry A couple of months ago About him And, and Jack Henry Has been a teammate At Ostend this season um, Spoken glowing terms of, of the threat He posed for Ostend In the Belgian top flight This season And what he could bring To Rangers mm. next season And it will be interesting Like with Scott Wright Like with Jack Simpson Like with Namdi Offerbord How they fit in To mm. a team That is currently 23 points clear At the top of the league Right Rangers fans What do you make Of this planning For next season I know the way it works You've been on YouTube You've been on Wikipedia You've had a look So what are the Initial impressions And if not We're hopefully About to tell you A bit more about them I'm pleased to say We're joined on the line By our Belgian football Expert who's Sven Clays Sven Thank you for Joining us How would you describe Fashion Sikala As a player 
Um, let me maybe first tell, uh, yeah, as as a person, because uh, when you will meet him uh, very soon in in, uh, in Scotland, so he's always joyful, he's always laughing, so uh, it's really a wonderful person. And um, also as a player, um, of course, he had his difficulties in the beginning, because don't forget, uh, he didn't play professional football before he came to Belgium two years ago, so uh, he really had to adapt and. Uh, yeah, when we now see his qualities, um, I'm really uh, enthusiastic about this next step for him. Um, like you said, he's 24 years old, so his best years are still to come. But uh, I think he will need time to adapt uh, to the Scottish football because it's still a huge step. And like I said before, he's only only a few years in professional football, so uh, he still needs time. So don't expect in the beginning too much from him. I've read reports, Sven, that he can play either as a, a traditional striker as part of a, a front two or operates from wider areas. What, what what are his main strengths? Which of those roles suits him best? Yeah, in Belgium, he always played as a central striker. So uh, I think that are his best qualities. Uh, he's a right-footed, so he's physically strong also. And um, yeah, um, yeah, he's surprised. Huh? It's not only this season that he scored 13 goals, also last season I was can see if he made eight goals so um, yeah and like I said he was end of contract so Rangers didn't have to pay uh, for him so um, there was already an agreement in the winter transfer period with uh, Andrew for 1.25 million so um, it's uh, it's interesting to see what his next step will be uh, like I said because it's a player maybe an interesting story I don't know if you have one minute time um, but he lived in big poverty in Zambia and um, yeah, it's an entire village uh, that has to live from this one player. So um, I remember he gave an interview uh, to me last February that uh, he saw a rabbit uh, on the training pitch, and then he saw, oh, that's my food. So um, indeed, so in Zambia he had to uh, he was a hunter uh, in the jungle. So uh, together with his dogs, he had to hunt for food. So uh, that that's a bit that you know about him. So um, yeah, he's he's uh, yeah really really wonderful guy and. Uh, he has also yeah, a wonderful story And uh, I wish him all the best Because Absolutely. he deserves this That is quite something What stylistically Sven You know is, is he is he a dribbler Is he is he comfortable at running at players How would you describe some of the, the other things That make up his uh, game it's, it's, it's not a dribbler So um, yeah to be honest It's, it's, it's a strong guy uh, Physically strong He can be fast but it, it's not a dribbler It's, it's not a, like an Eden Hazard uh, like you know, but um, yeah, he's just strong and always in the good good position uh, in front of the goal. So uh, five six meters, a lot of uh, yeah. He's just yeah, really uh, dangerous uh, in the last six uh, meters of the goal. So that is his, is in my opinion his biggest strength. Coming over, you, you said Sven he would need time to to settle in. Did, did he take time to settle into Belgian football when he came from Russia? What did you say? Can you repeat? You were saying that uh, fashion will need time to settle into the game in Scotland. Did he take time when he first came to Belgium? Or has he always been a success in Belgian football? No, no, no. His first year was uh, was also very difficult. Eh? An African player in Belgium, also with the weather, of course. Eh? It will be the same in Scotland, of course. But uh, also the mentality. Uh, he had to learn a lot of things. Eh? A young guy, 21 years old. So... Uh, but he has adapted really fast uh, the last couple of years. And yeah, like you said, uh, he has a wonderful name, of course, Fashion Sarakala. He can be a bit, a bit crazy in his head, but uh, everyone loves him. Nobody could be mad at him. So, um, yeah, it's like I said before, I wish him all the best. So maybe in the beginning, don't expect too much from him. But 
it's a lovely player and uh, I hope he succeeds. And if Ostend are losing one vital player in Fashion Sakala, w- will they be determined to to keep Jack Hendry to, to turn his loan deal from Celtic into a permanent deal next season? Yeah, I really love uh, the, the player. Uh, I also... Because they're also making a documentary about Kavi uh, Sten at the moment, and uh, he also has a crucial role in it. So uh, he's also working very hard. We all we already saw some uh, some um, some images of him that he was training on a bicycle to uh, improve his physically. Uh, so uh, yeah, that was something we didn't saw uh, earlier. So uh, yeah, we aren't allowed to go to every training session. So uh, yeah, I hope uh, he, he really wants to succeed at Kavi Sten. He's also working in his free time to become a better player. And, uh, yeah, we will see. It's not a club who has a lot of money at the moment. So uh, they always pick for the best people, for the best price. So, uh, yeah, it, it's difficult to say. But, yeah, like you said, now with uh, Sakala, they don't get any money. So it will be difficult to to give money for a uh, for player. So often they get uh, free players or loan players. Great stuff. That was Sven Clays, a Belgian football expert, giving us the loan down. The lowdown, I should say, on Fashion Sakala Rangers new signings. Sven, thanks again for joining us. We really do appreciate the time. It's 01419511025 to have your say. Uh, let's bring in Andrew, who's a Rangers fan from Crookston. Uh, Andrew, hopefully you learned something new about the player, and, and even if you didn't, what did you make of, of that news today that, that Rangers have announced the signing? Well, I did, but I've, I've heard about a couple of weeks ago um, that there was news of him coming to Rangers, uh, and obviously because of the the, the, the social media thing and uh, nothing was getting released, so uh, I looked up on YouTube to to see how good the guy looks, and to me he looks a really really good player. Uh, Depends, obviously, when he comes over. Uh, the, the the Belgian man that was speaking there says he will need time. But uh, what 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 really is my main point is it's just how well we've got our house in order. Our house is completely, you know, we're, we're, we've got players tied down before the end of the season. We've got you know we've got a new signing in already. Uh, you know it's. It's just I'm I'm just absolutely delighted with what uh, the business we're doing um, behind the scenes, uh, and I also want to make another report. Well, let, let's put that to the guys first, and, and we can come back in. I mean, Gordon, everything is about mm. how you do as a football team. So if you're a Rangers fan today and you wake up and you see that news, you think brilliant. We're planning for next season. We don't know for sure if it'll turn out to be a success, mm. but at no cost, it's fairly low risk, and I'm delighted that we're, we're getting a. Our plans in place you, you flip that to To say Celtic Or a team that's had A disappointing season Then it becomes Oh who's this guy He better be a success Because we really need somebody You know Once Rangers get themselves Into to this position That they're in at the moment Fans are going to be delighted With these types of signings I think fans will be over the moon When they hear this Gordon Because uh, it's worked for Rangers Have a look at the season That they've had And I said um, Last season Before it started That it was all down To early planning they had everything in place before the ball was kicked. And already, you know, they're not just sitting back and, 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 and lording their success of the league. They're planning for next year. Now, we don't know about this, lad. Um, I could be a great player on YouTube. I'd never go in for the YouTube. You never see a bad bit of footage about any player on YouTube. It's always good. But just listening there, he sounds a very interesting character. He's not a dribbler, as the lad says. So for me, that looks like a, a link-up player. 
you know, a back to goal player, maybe hold the ball up. If you look at uh, Sunday's game, you look at the options that Rangers have got in the forward line. Defoe probably this would could be his last season, so it's basically one out, mm. one in type. So I think it's great planning, and it's forward planning, Gordon. They're looking ahead, and that's where the difference is across the city. Where I think Celtic fans are frustrated. Uh, Andrew, what was your other point? Yeah, that's exactly. Basically, um, you basically put it on Gordon. Basically, put <laughs> it on your a, thunder. A plate there. Um, <laughs> um, basically, put it on a, a plate there. It's like Rangers are are, are doing their business and. Uh, Hugh mentioned on Saturday, I think it was, that Celtic were basically a shell of a club, like nothing's coming out, nothing's, you know, we're not hearing nothing, or I'm, I'm not really interested in what, what comes out of the club or whatever, you know, but it just shows you um, how much we've got our house in order and the difference between the two clubs. Roger, is it important to try and... Build plan from a position of strength as, yeah. as Rangers are doing again This is not us saying Fashion Sakala will come here And be an unbelievable success There's an element of risk To every single signing is. But yeah. Is it Is it Is it a Reduced risk type of signing And it was interesting to hear Stephen Jenner Prior to the Old Firm win at the weekend Saying that You know Rangers are already Into planning to improve There's no point standing still um, You need to keep going You need to build from a position of strength You need to add Quality players Rangers Will be Defending The Premiership title uh, Next season That's a pressure They haven't had uh, For many a year They're going into The Champions League qualifiers That's a pressure They haven't had For many a year So Stephen Gerrard Will want to Strengthen the squad To deepen the squad As Daz says Maybe Sakala Will be a replacement For Defoe He might be a replacement For Greg Stewart Maybe Offobor Who's coming in Will be a replacement For Zungu I don't think Rangers will stop here though I don't think They have done they're working the transfer man. I think there'll be at least mm. two more. And, you know, whereas Sakala has come in without a fee, I think there'll be money put to Stephen Gerrard to go and add a couple of pieces of quality to this squad. But it was it was interesting to hear Spain there, you know, talking about Sakala, you know, he's a popular guy, he's always joyful, he's always laughing. It sounds as if Rangers have signed the Zambian and Hugh Keevans. I was going to say, we'll knock that out of him. He said you can't be angry at that. We can be angry at anybody in this yeah. city. We'll need to get Sven over and let him <laughs> let him see how we operate. Uh, thank you to Andrew. What about John in Canvas Lang? What's your take on this, John? Uh, the first call, I kind of still want my fun now, but I'm just happy like last season we were getting players in early, even before the end of the season. Uh, no rest on our morals. Uh, Big, big uh, qualifier uh, Champions League to get, uh, try and get through and we negotiate that the, the millions we can bring in as a, a team are going to make some difference but it's going to, it's still going to be a big challenge because uh, the qualifiers are going to be fairly difficult but yeah. I do feel with these players coming in uh, unfortunately Jermaine Defoe maybe one that might need to leave, uh, leave uh, he's on quite a lot of money for his age uh, unless he takes a reduced rate but that's has got five strikers now and either him or even the boy I think he might go on loan or just depends I mean we could talk about bringing another striker but I feel just now either that and before and every every season there's always talking about Ellis leaving but mm-hmm. I think he might want to stay for the Champions League but it's all depending on if we get in the Champions League and I feel as if uh, we've got a good chance but we're, we're starting early uh, I'm not really Celtic over the other side of the They've got their problems But I'm, I'm thinking about my team I mean I want to see us going forward And 
eat the boy fashion. I don't know what it'd be like, but the, the puns I've seen today have been tremendous <laughs> on his name. He is a headline writer's dream. Roger Hanna yeah. came in here with a big smile <laughs> on his face. An old newspaper man, you'll have a good bit of fun with that, will you know? Oh, I would think so. I, listen, get back to the point Andrew first made and then John made, God. It, it's not just about the signings. If you look, if you're looking for a bit of continuity going into next season, you know, there's been a new deal there for James Tavernier and there's been a new deal for. Alan McGregor for Stephen Davis for Leon Balligan. I noticed even even a third choice goalie, Andy Firth, got a new deal last week. So Rangers seem to be in a good place. They seem to be well prepared for mm. next season. And you said that against their biggest rivals and the challenges they're going to have, um, basically from the top of the football club right down through the football department. Rangers look to be in a good position to defend but this title. But they're in a good place, Roger, uh, because of they'll get the people in the right positions just now. And the decisions can be made. And I think that's what is really frustrating the Celtic supporters, Gordon. If you look at the, the situation over there, they can't they can't go and make these sort of signings because they've not got the manager. They've not announced their manager yet. So they've not got their but Rangers once again, as I said, last year. They were on the ball They were quick to everything They had everything in place How important is planning. that Particularly for Champions League qualifiers Because we've seen a lot of our A lot of our sides actually Might well go on to have good seasons But they just didn't have the, Their house in order In time to qualify for the Champions League And then you get to September, October And you look back and go Oh, this side would have cruised mm-hmm. Into the Champions League well, It's that, massive, isn't it? Yeah, it's I mean, Matt, that, Roger that, agree that, that was the first criticism That was laid At Neil Lennon's door last season Was Ferenc Farros and they weren't ready for Ferenc Varos. Lost at home in a one-off game that they should have won And really that was where the slide began if you like And a lot of Celtic fans throughout the course of the season Have come on to this show Gordon And they have blamed the lack of preparation By way of getting guys in the door In time for that Champions League qualifier Just quickly then John's sort of take is that it prob- And I know there are moving parts here So I'm asking you to be very... Um, on it with your prediction But The replacement for Jermaine Defoe Is that the way it looks to you At the moment Fashion Sakala I think For me it is uh, But Roger mentioned a player there I completely forgot about Greg Stewart So he may leave And You never know You need people in Because mm. you might just get that And I'm not saying That I want to sell Marie, But you might just get that bid You can't refru- refuse For Morelos But it gives you the cover You've still got a plan It's interesting oh. John How this is going to pan out Because you remember the day that Eton and Roof signed John Everybody had Morelos Out the country He It was gone It was a certainty That he would leave Because these two Had come in And of course That turned out Not to be the case Yeah I, I was on here I think I even said that When we signed The two players That Morelos was away And maybe his He's undisciplined And he's uh, Throwing the toys At the pram And against him Getting a move But I'm glad He never got his moving. But for me When Gerard first came in Three years ago he had to bring in, it was more about quantity, he just had to bring in a lot of players because there was a lot, there wasn't, had to just bring these players in the first couple of years, a lot of long players, I've said before and here before, it was like, we always got two players from Liverpool every season, the first couple of seasons, but not every player he's brought in has worked out, but I think he's had to take a chance in some players, but now he's got a certain squad and he doesn't need to sign nine and ten players in the summer, he can, what they're signing now, and one or two more, and every day getting the Champions League and could have a bit of money could even go for like a marquee signing that's all depending on money as well so for me it's got it's, there's no, it's not going to be a big turnaround in the Ibrox there'll be a couple of players at the door the French players as I said the guy Stewart the Jordan Jones 
Edmondson, uh, and it'll be just about adding one or two bits of quality. We don't need squad players. We need players that are going to fight for that uh, number to get into the 11 now. Okay, John and Canvas Lang, it was a pleasure. 01419511025. Celtic fans, I, I have no idea if you were expecting it today to be the day. Is, is that what it's like now every day? Do you wake up hoping that there's going to be. A managerial announcement Come on talk to us We'll hear from Scott Brown And we want to hear from you After these You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 If you want to get stuck in on the phones And that's the number Stephen In Bishop Briggs has dialed Stephen as a Celtic fan Sum up your feelings About your club at the moment Hi guys, um, I almost just feel for the first time in years that you're, it was almost relief after the game at the weekend. It's almost like something you're now dreading and I feel like you're just almost counting down the week till the season's finished and it's a sad thing to be doing because there's not a lot to look forward to in life just now and football's kind of one of those things. In previous years you looked forward to that week's game and you kind of built your day around it whereas now it's getting to the stage that you're almost just thinking this is going to be an absolute nightmare and put me in a stinker of a mood. And I feel like that's the first time in so long it's been like that. It also concerns me slightly to see how organised Rangers appear with making signings and things already. I think Celtic are going to have to kind of get the finger out effectively because I'm sure it'll only be a couple of days or weeks at the longest before a letter's coming through my, my box expecting more money for renewals. And we still really don't know where we stand with regards um last year's season tickets and any possible kind of extra value that should be given. My dad's actually a Partick Thistle fan and I saw today that Partick Thistle are offering refunds to their season ticket holders. They're basically charging the pay-per-view at whatever it is, £10 a game. And I think if smaller clubs like Partick Thistle can, can do that and can offer supporters that kind of extra value, certainly bigger clubs like Celtic and Rangers could be doing the same. I think Stephen will probably speak on behalf of quite a few. Not all, you can never do that, Roger, but that feeling of... Um, I think apathy was used at the weekend Maybe that's not quite what Stephen's on about But you know that that full on rage after every game That, that dies down after a while And eventually it becomes like pff, Big sigh, get this season over with But the, the difference for Celtic fans at the moment is You don't really know what next season's going to hold Because you don't know who's in, who's going to be in charge And what players are going to be there Yeah, listen I don't know what age Stephen is But I was going to say Sounds Stephen, like a young man yeah, to me Stephen and a lot of Celtic fans are going through what Fans of other clubs been through for the nine years While Celtic were winning nine in a row And the the last six months of this season for Celtic Have gone downhill at such a rate That Stephen and other Celtic fans are Just struggling to come to terms with it Struggling to come to terms with How it's gone downhill so spectacularly So quickly Are struggling to come to terms with How good Rangers have been And how Rangers are managing to plan ahead For the title defence already And they remain baffled As to why it is taking the club so long To find a replacement for Neil Lennon Announce a replacement for Neil Lennon And start their own planning for next season Because I'm not going to go through all the names again Gordon We've done it for weeks and months Yeah, There are a lot of people Going out of Celtic Park this summer And the supporters want an indication about Who's coming in to Celtic mm. Park this summer Before they part with their hard earned cash I always admire the folks that will come on this show Gordon And say I mean I, I just focus on my own team I, I don't mm. care what they're doing That In Glasgow More than any city in the footballing world 
That's extremely difficult Extremely difficult Because it's interlinked And Stephen is on As a Celtic fan And he's open And he's honest And he's admitting That, that Rangers making a signing today Or being able to put that in place That that worries him to an extent I think it worries a lot of Celtic supporters Not the fact of the signing Because we don't know yeah, How good the signing is going to be and Until the lad comes here And shows us what he's got But I think it's the planning Gordon and I think that's where the Celtic fans are frustrated. They're talking about renewals of season tickets. Now, I am pretty sure that as much as Celtic fans are disappointed, and I know that you get the usual ones saying, well, I won't be renewing, the majority of Celtic fans will renew. That's just the way it is. It's their club, they support their club. They've had a torrid time. Rangers have had all the bragging rights, but they're still Celtic supporters, and they still will renew. But what they're asking back from the club is... Look, give us something, give us some hope, give us something to look forward to. Already Rangers fans are on here saying, well, we were on YouTube, we're looking at this player, they're excited what's coming to Ibrox, they're desperate for a boy to come in and be a part of it. Celtic fans want the same, because they're a massive, massive club that's used to winning things. This year's been horrendous for them, so they want something back. But as far as the season tickets go, Gordon, I've listened to this argument now for the last... Well, month or so about renewing. Celtic fans will renew. Simple as that. I said this earlier, Roger, and it's funny how you could to use these two examples. Celtic have made a pre contract signing for next season in Liam Shaw from, yeah, from Sheffield, Sheffield Wednesday. Wednesday. And isn't it noticeable the difference? That news was met with a shrug of the shoulders. It was dealt with in ten seconds on the show. No one really engaged and we sort of moved on. Rangers can make a pre-contract signing There's nothing to say Liam Shaw won't be a much greater success Than, than Fashion Sakala But when you get yourself into a position of, of strength It allows your fan base to buy into what you're doing a bit more Yeah, and listen It all comes as a package And it's all about perception Rangers are adding Fashion Sakala To an extremely successful squad um, A squad that's strong It's deep in all areas They're adding Fashion Sakala off the back of you know, Jack Simpson and Namdi Offerbore and Scott Wright and the contract extensions for three or four senior members of the first team squad. Liam Shaw was signed. Now, this will be interesting because Liam Shaw was signed under a different managerial regime. You know, mm-hmm. it was when Nick Hammond was in charge of recruitment and Neil Lennon was in charge of the first team. So, you know, Liam Shaw, I'm quite sure, is wondering what the future holds for him. Um, he's coming in on a pre contract. To a club that nobody else has, has joined so far for next season And their doubts over who's going to be about And the chief execs leaving, the manager's gone The captain's leaving in two games time Nobody knows what's happening to the assistant manager Or half you know, half a dozen or more of the team So it, it, you know, you're right, Liam Shaw could be superb Fashion Sakala, less so But if you look at the backdrop of the two signings It explains the reaction to them Stephen are you able to maintain a, a level of optimism Are you still able to find it within you To think do you know what We'll be fine We'll get there over the summer And next season we'll be better We'll be back Are you, are you one of them that's able to maintain that level of confidence Yeah 100% um, I, To answer your question Roger I'm only 30 So I'm not that old I don't think I knew, I knew you were a um, young man I was at Hamden for the game that Rangers um, beat us in penalties and, and very quickly after that Brendan Rodgers was brought in and, and that kind of revolution took hold and I think it's a similar rebuilding process. I, I don't think that the players we have were getting anywhere near the best out of them and similar to what Brendan Rodgers done, I, I think as long as we get a good quality coach in, they can get the best out of these players. More wholesale change than 
was needed under Brendan Rodgers is needed now. But yeah, a hundred percent. I've I've got optimism that we can challenge for the league title next year. I honestly don't think that there's been much between the teams, but I think I've, winning becomes a habit, but so can losing, and I think that's the difference between the teams this season. Celtic knew that the league was over effectively straight after Christmas, and I think after that, to get yourself motivated every week is quite difficult. And similarly, so did Rangers, and I think as Celtic supporters have seen over the last few years, winning does just become a habit, and it's just about kicking that habit, and I'm hoping that the start of a new season, and hopefully supporters in even in a smaller number next season is able to kind of start spur the team on I don't mind a bit of optimism thank you Stephen and Bishop Briggs let's hear Scott Brown's take on what the future holds it's going to be a big change around there's going to be a new manager in place or whatever happens will happen and uh, the manager will whoever it is uh, will want to put his own philosophy on it his own style of play and he'll obviously want to bring his own players in as well uh, I think for me it's the right time for myself to go it's a new challenge for me a new chapter but this club will be back it's a fantastic club over the years we've had uh, one really bad season out of the last 10 so uh, I'm sure they'll be back and uh, I've got belief and faith in the players as well it's a huge fixture uh, Rangers versus Celtic and to be fair I've enjoyed them I've had some great memories in them as well and I've had some disappointing memories but um, now on it's about me going to Aberdeen next season and uh, hopefully coming back and challenging as well uh, I've got two games left at Celtic and I need to make the most of them now whoever's in charge we've got Dominic as well that's coming in as well so I'm sure uh, everyone will be looking forward to a new fresh start Scott Brown sounds pretty optimistic about the future for Celtic Stephen the previous caller certainly did Ross in the south side are you as hopeful? Um, well I'm hopeful I'm hopeful in the sense of I do think Celtic will get better um, than they have this year um, but I'm not hopeful in the sense of the fact that we've still not heard anything from the Celtic board um, the new chief executives came in he started his new role and we're still yet to approach the fans we're still here from him we don't know where the club's going we don't know what the ambition is um, but we still don't even know who the manager's going to be um, essentially my point tonight guys um, Hi Roger, hi Gordon Hi, hi Gordon hi, um, my, my point tonight is essentially The Celtic fans have been let down again Because we're still in, in, in lumber We don't know what's going on We don't know who the manager is And we're still waiting on these season ticket renewals being issued out But I, I do believe I think the Celtic fans will go back um, but they won't go back until we get some answers in terms of who's going to be behind charge. Yeah, what what specifically is it you're looking for at this sta- stage, Ross? Because I assume Celtic, for whatever reason, and we could do a whole other show on that, are not in a position to announce the manager. What, what sort of communication is it that you want right now? Then, with that in mind, is there anything that that would satisfy you? I just feel like I'm not saying for Celtic to come out and tell exactly who. who who the guy is going to be I'm not suggesting that at all but all I'm looking for is basically some sort of reassurance that yes we are we've got potential candidates in line and potentially there could be someone in the pipeline to become the Celtic manager in the next couple of weeks something along those lines but we've still not heard anything from Dom Kai. he started his new role and he's not even came out to address the fans to let us know what the ambition is where are we going to go in the next two or three years what's going to be the situation because I do feel like in the next two or three seasons I think we're about three seasons off of Rangers that, that's what I think we are right now I think Rangers will run run riot for the next two or three years 
I mean, Roger, what about that, right? Because we we hear this a lot from fans like Ross. That say something, tell us something, anything. And I remember similar calls a few months back, and then remember uh, Dermot Desmond did a Q and A or something yeah. like that. And then all the calls were, oh, you'd have been better saying nothing at all. That doesn't do it. That doesn't satisfy us. But is there a middle ground? Yeah, is... listen, Rich. Hughes banged the drum in the last ten weeks. Celtic need to appoint a manager now. And I've said a few times in the show. If you want to cut the Celtic board a bit of slack Maybe they have done a deal for a manager Maybe they've done a deal for Eddie Howe or someone else And Eddie Howe or that someone else Didn't want to be involved with this group of players They've seen the way this group of players is performing And they've said Right, listen I'm not, I'll come on the 1st of June or the 20th of May Or, or whenever But I'm not going to I don't want involved with this, with this mob I'll, I'll, I'll take the team next season when it's my team I think that would be now, acceptable though I mean, you, well, at what the, point And we're being hypothetical If that is the case Can Celtic not turn around and say Very well Eddie But if you want us and we want you We've got a fan base I, I, here That's absolutely course, desperate of, of to find out what's happening The point I was, I was reaching Gordon was that's been all well and good There's two games left Season finishes a week on Saturday well, See a week on Sunday Or a week on Monday That argument's over okay. Celtic need By a week on Sunday Or a week on Monday To start telling people What's going on Because Ross is going to be asked To spend five or six hundred pounds And You know In the great days When Daz was at Motherwell Civic Centre To see Joe Longthorne When he forked out The big summer money For his ticket He didn't fork out money You know When he said There's a singer coming to Motherwell You need a wee bit more detail you need, you know, you need to be lured. The star power, big you, names. They need the star mm. power. Ross wants Joe. some star power. He wants a big name manager, a big name player before he parts with his money, and he's not alone. And it was Lanark Town Hall, just to correct you on the Joe Longthorne situation. But I sort of disagree with that. I think that this information should have been out weeks ago, Gordon. If Eddie Howe is in place and he doesn't want to take up the reins until June. What is to stop them Celtic coming out saying, it, look, yeah. we've already we've got our manager, everything's in place, guys. Just don't worry, this is what we're doing. We're planning forward, but it's silence. Interesting stuff, Ross. It was good to hear from you. 01419511025. Maybe you disagree or agree with what you're hearing. Either way, this is a perfect time to step up and we could be speaking to you next. 01419511025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Diel is here. Roger Hanna is alongside him. I get sent a, a very, very interesting article for you on behalf for me. Of, on behalf of you. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm just looking at the t- ten to seven way before the watershed family show. Is it rude? I just don't. I just don't think we can go there. But I mean, the, Callum, Callum Gallagher will need to broadcast this one late at night. The gist of it was, mm-hmm. uh, someone sent me this and said, "Can you show Gordon Dale this?" And it was basically oh, scientists ooh, have appa- scientists have apparently explored a link between. <sighs> I'm going to regret this. The size of your nose mm-hmm. and the size of your, not your feet. You know. You know what I'm going. But it's a fa- it's a fa- family show. Do you know what I mean? But the the guy was sending me it as if to say, show this to Gordon DL because we regularly make fun of the size of your I've nose no on the nose. show. But and now, now you see it. Uh, no, to- I, I don't totally want your thoughts true. on it. I don't want your thoughts to- on it to- at all. Totally I, d- I, no, I don't want your. Th- I'm just saying. Remind me, and I'll need to send you send you over later. And we can, right, we can okay. move on from there. Um, if we do ever do an after dark episode, <laughs> we'll maybe look into it in a bit more detail. Let's bring in Bob. Please, please tell me you're talk- talking to us about football, Bob. Um, what's on your mind as a Rangers fan tonight? Unfortunately, what's on my mind is got the size of Gordon's nose, but that's not what I called <laughs> up on now. But. Uh, 
what I called up really was no one should seem surprised about um, the signing by Rangers today. I mean, over the last couple of seasons, they've been extremely professional and getting more professional every season. And uh, bringing people in early has happened over the last couple of years. And we shouldn't be surprised at this moment. Uh, as far as Celtic are concerned, I mean, look, everyone knows they took their eye off the ball. And as a business, it will take time for them to recover. So it will take a couple of years for them to get back to full strength, I would imagine. But I think Gerrard's doing it for other reasons. I think he's doing it for the Champions League. He's doing it, you know, just for the pure success and maintaining the title, etc. But the, the big question I've got is, is, is not necessarily who's coming in, but who'll go out? As a club, we've already said we need to sell. And you can only imagine that we have to sell one or two of our regular first-team starters. And the question is, is who do you think they would be? And would we need to replace them with light-for-light quality? It's an interesting one, Roger, because yeah, Rangers are actually on record at saying they're going to need to sell assets at some point. You know, they've they've been backed, but they need they need to try and become a bit more of a self-sustaining model in, in a football sense where you trade players. Um, but getting Champions League money would would perhaps take a bit of that burden away. So, is it? Can you predict? You know, well, how that will look. I can't predict how it would look. Um, what I will say is the Champions League money will help them. It will put it will strengthen their position so that. They, they don't have to look at the first bid that comes in for players If you remember last summer there was, there was interest from Leeds United and Ryan Kent And a couple of bids were rejected There has been interest in Alfredo Morelos in the past And, and bids have been rejected So Rangers, with the Champions League money potentially coming in um, They've also been supported financially very well By the board of directors who, who are there at the minute um, Rangers now, they don't need to jump Yes, of course, Scottish clubs Sell players to bigger leagues It's always been the case You can go right through the Virgil van Dijk's All the way back to the Giovanni van Bronckhorst The Kieran Tierney's All these other examples of all over the years Barry Ferguson down the years Alan Hutton was another It happens Players want to go and earn more money in bigger leagues But I think if a player goes and You can't rule it out A player leaving Rangers this summer But I think they'll only leave now on Rangers terms and if Rangers are happy with the offers that are coming in. Bob's looking for some names, Gordon. Let's let's Whoa. try and let me try and spin it a slightly different way. Which Rangers player do you think will attract the most attention this summer? Um I would say two especially for me. Um Ryan Kent. I think his performance on Sunday will not go unnoticed as well. And Kamara in the middle of the part. I think there'd be a lot of offers for him. I think he's got Everything Gordon Going to the Euros as well Which can sometimes yeah, change things Yeah So yeah. is there one of them And again I know I, I appreciate it's difficult Because we don't know What figures we're talking To answer Bob's question Is there one of them That you think is More likely That, that Rangers would be Open to Listening to the offers I think um, I think the one Probably Probably Kent Oh really? I thought yeah. you were going to say Kamara Don't know why No, I, I probably Kent Because I think that Kent's value Is soaring all the time I really do um, He's he's had a really good Sort of January to now for me I think uh, on his game He's got everything The added value to that is They're a Premier League club With a terrific manager That thinks, you know His value is very high In Leeds United so that adds to it as well But I think Roger's right I think Rangers in a great position They've got assets They know they've got money in the bank They don't need to sell cheaply Bob, what do you think? Um, I, I can understand the Ryan Kent comment 
in respect to one of the, the highest value players in the squad. But he's almost irreplaceable to Rangers, and I don't think they'll be looking to sell him next year. I agree that Kamara is probably on the list. I think we could probably afford to get rid of a midfielder, although we need to bring someone else in. Um, and if it comes down to Kamala or Arebo, right now I'd like to keep Arebo because he's growing just day by day. He's getting better and better. Um, and uh, and I think they will sell. I think they have to sell financially. I think they have to get rid of a couple of players. They have been well supported by these um by the, the management, but the management needs to get paid back on some of this stuff, you know, eventually. Yeah. That has to stop. And uh, and just relying on the Champions League money alone, I don't think will be sufficient. So I expect one or two of that first team to go out. Um, probably the only two you can guarantee that won't go out will be Davis and McGregor. Everyone else has a possibility, I guess. OK, Bob, we'll have to leave it there. Thank you very much, though, for taking the time. I just want to squeeze one more in before... The news, John is a Celtic fan on the line How would you sum up your feelings for us tonight, John? Uh, well, I'm still very disappointed for Sunday But as I see, I love the imposters in that team is, uh, Sunday And I like to get through them See the keeper, I think the keeper, we've not got a keeper That's for a start The difference between Celtic and Angels is it's been a keeper this season uh, We'll start with the keeper I think you should get the same goal uh, your, your left back, your right back The two of them are ranked rotten uh, we'll go to Aya. Aya must have been on about two grand at Kirkmarnock. Celtic gave him a right good uh, when he came to Celtic. A right good raise, maybe a million there now. And that boy couldn't put his body in for the, was it the second goal. Uh, Tumble missed a pinch when it was 2-1. Uh, your old captain, and supposed to be your new captain, the two of them was absolutely rank rotten. Uh, Scott Brown, last game, an old firm game, got two half, went half in a wimp. McGregor diving in. Put us down to 10 men. And the biggest culprits is the Celtic board now. I've got a couple of, couple of uh, statistics here. Aberdeen, 15 days to get a manager. Morrible, 7. Kelly, 9. Ross County, 2. Chelsea, 1. PSG, 8. And Celtic, we're now 69 days. Now, my season ticket is going to be coming in the post in the next couple of days. Me and another 50,000. And we are in one shambles. And when nothing's coming out, it's deafening. It's coming out of parkade. We're getting this guy, we're getting that guy. We need some somebody come come the way with a statement. As I say, we're being a shambles. And that. why why give them why do you uh, give them five hundred pound to 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 not get in for and the games for a start and then one shambles. I thought it was the other way about, but Rangers have got a house in order and it's going to take us a couple of seasons. That's my point tonight, mate. John, John yeah. there's a lot in there. Just yeah. let me correct, just something quickly. Christopher Iyer was always a Celtic player where he was in loan at Kilmarnock, mm. yeah. wasn't he? But yeah. the, the, listen, that, that was that was a small point. There was a lot in there from oh, John. I loved I loved John. John forgot Mourinho at Roma. Put that in as well, John, your stats. But Does this mean this is the first time that Hugh Keevans has ever got anything right? He did say that Mourinho wouldn't be the next Celtic manager. Is, yeah, that, sure, is, that, yeah. is that as good but, as it gets? But where John is saying there about the difference between Rangers and Celtic this year has been their keeper and then went on to slaughter every single player he possibly could and throw and also put the uh, the board under the bus as well but I think it's more than just the keeper John I do think you're right that Celtic players have had an easy ride because everything's been focused on the board 
Uh, Neil Lennon at the first until he was replaced. John Lennon, uh, John, Lennon. John, I keep saying John, John imagine, Kennedy. Imagine that. Yeah, imagine. <laughs> uh, John Kennedy come in for a lot of criticism as well, and I think the players get an easy ride. I, I've got to say, watching Celtic at the weekend, John's right. I thought Christopher Ayer, who had a half decent game for me. But let's face it, when you need somebody to be brave and go and throw yourself in front of the ball, I've never seen a six foot four guy. He was lowering the snake's belly at one point. You're then looking, you're then looking at Ryan Christie, um, doesn't even track back. They chucked it. And I think that's a disappointing thing for Celtic supporters. John Lennon, honestly. I can <laughs> see Roger Roger was about to crack a joke about him shouting, oh no, when the ball goes uh, in the net or something. I'm no, not going to no. let him, I'm going to turn his mic off. Twice I've done John Lennon. Honestly Right from John Lennon To John and Greenock <laughs> Very similar characters Thank you Takes us up to this Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football Okay beat the pundit time Game faces back on It's your chance To get the signed ball And the bragging rights But you need to get past Either the formidable Gordon DL Or the even more formidable Roger Hanna It's 0141 951 1025 And the lines close at 7 o'clock So if you want your chance to beat the pundit Call us right now Tackle the headlines 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Roger Hanna in the building I thought I'd just put your mic up a little bit early So people could enjoy you singing the theme tune I didn't hear that The way did. Roger Hanna and I were there it was great stuff I've never seen him as excited We've just flicked on Wraith Rovers In the playoff First leg at Dunfermline tonight He's, You'll not get any anything out of him In the next hour of the show is that different from usual or oh, fair right, okay. fair uh, We've got League 1 and League 2 finishing tonight as well That big Brora Kelty game takes place tonight So it's all happening in the first hour of the show We looked at the signing of Fashion Sakala for Rangers We heard from lots of Celtic fans still obviously frustrated At what's happening there at the moment So if you've got any thoughts on them You are more than welcome to keep them coming And what about this shortlist for the Football Writers Young Player of the Year David Turnbull Nathan Patterson Josh Doig And Lewis Ferguson They need to be young And they need to be Scottish So what do you make of that list? Who would win for you Out of that four? Who would you get your vote? And is there anyone missing from the list? If so Pick up the phone and let us know right now Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Could not believe What I was hearing During the news Gordon Deal I mean I expect this stuff from you Right? Roger huh? Hanna Kicks back in his stool Takes off his headset And he says to me Honestly I was Superstar out, I was a, <laughs> Superstar He said I was out in a beer garden You, you, at the, you yeah. need to tell the whole story If you're going to I tell the story I was out in a beer garden At the weekend People were coming up to you're me And saying You shouldn't be on minus one You should mm-hmm. be in minus three You're that good He said Females the lo- Everybody was coming up to him And saying <laughs> yeah, you, you need to tell the whole story Are mm-hmm. you Roger Hanna From Clyde One Super Scoreboard Beat the punt He says he was the talk of the town Yeah And he got a bit of salt <laughs> On his burger as well He's a celeb Let's See this, this, this is select storytelling you were acting a little bit like a, a big time Charlie there. <laughs> right, oh, but, there were people asking me for a selfie. Right, okay, I've, I've, I've maybe exaggerated. But, no, you haven't. But to, be, to, to, like, to you two are a disgrace. To simplify it, people do now talk to you in the street about beat the pundit. Yes, yes, I do. Good. That's all I needed to know. Okay, James is in Motherwell. How's it going, James? 
Ah, not bad, thank you. Good Get stuff. I, I dread these ones, right? Because James has told the producer that he, he often plays along in the car and his wee boy has told him to phone. <laughs> now, this just means that if this goes terribly Ooh. bad for James's wee boy, his wee boy might not talk to him for the next few weeks. He'll be embarrassed. He'll, not, he'll be, he'll be think, hiding yeah, it from I think his pals. James must be confident to pick the phone up. James, what's your wee boy's name? His name's Daniel. Is he listening just now? He is, he's right behind me in the car <laughs> Daniel, good to have you on board I hope you're going to help your dad He might need it Let's toss the coin And see who you're up against Heads, it will be this superstar Roger mm-hmm. Hanna Honestly, you, you, you pair are a nightmare <laughs> Tales <laughs> Mate, exa- oh, but, uh, Did you happen to meet him yeah. in a beer garden? That yeah, was one yeah, of the stories he, he told me as well, yeah I'm minus three now Right, Tails, it's Gordon DL Much easier and it is Oh it's heads It's the big man it's oh, Come on Jimmy Oh dear oh dear oh dear Sorry about that James and Daniel Good luck James Right <laughs> Roger Hannah I'll give you some Clyde 2 to listen to 30 seconds going on this clock James Just answer as many right as you can And the secret is Do them quickly So see if you don't know Pass And we will just get through As many as we can Okay No worries Good man 30 seconds Your time starts Now Who was the last Brazilian To play for Celtic Doogie the Dunhamer is a mascot for which SPFL club? Pierhead Which side finished 11th in the Premiership Scotland last season? St Mirren Who was the last Scotsman to manage Motherwell before Graham Alexander? Alex McLeish Who's got more caps for Scotland, James Forrest or Grant Hanley? Grant Hanley Which Scottish Championship side did Barry Robson start his career with? Dundee United Fashion Sakala has been signed for Rangers from a team in which country? Belgium Okay let's bring Roger back Roger can you hear us? Yes I've got you Great same set of questions to you 30 seconds going on the clock And your time starts Now Who is the last Brazilian To play for Celtic? Juninho Dougie the Dunhamer Is a mascot for which SPFL side? Queen of the South Which team finished 11th In the Scottish Premiership Last season? Last season Hamilton who was the last Scotsman to manage Motherwell before Graham Alexander? Stuart McCall. Who's got more caps for Scotland, James Forrest or Grant Hanley? Forrest. Which current Scottish Championship side did Barry Robson start his career with? Callie Thistle. Okay. You're going to slaughter me for this. I must have gone slower for you because you didn't get as many questions. You always go slower for me. Oh, oh, that, that's pulled up. The celebrity was struggling a little bit there. I think it was all <laughs> I'm, attention. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell this full story before this show's over. I was delighted, James. This will come back to bite, Gordon Duncan. James, how how do you think it went? I know too bad. I think a couple there I could have got right. I said Monday right instead of Inverness Galley for Barry Robson. <laughs> that's wrong. I know that. Do you know the thing is, I James? I thought it was Rangers, James. Here's what to explain to Daniel: there is no shame in losing to Roger Hanna if that's the way it goes, because he is quite formidable. But I thought you did well, and I was delighted you got the first one right, because that's always the key, isn't it? Get the first one right, yeah. bit of confidence. He was straight in there, much quicker than you, Roger Hanna. Janino, the last Brazilian to play for Celtic. So it's one up to James, because Roger starts on minus one. Mm-hmm. So James is in the lead early on. Doogie the Dunhamer is a mascot for. And couldn't really be further away from Peterhead, James. I'm afraid it is Queen of the South. Roger got it, so he is level. Yes. Which mm. side finished 11th in the Premiership last season? It was Hamilton. You had a wee think about it. I right? did. You got there in the end, so you go one in front. None of you got this right. Who's the last Scotsman to manage Motherwell before Graham Mark Alexander? McGee? Mark McGee. Ah. Yeah, you see, Jimmy's from Motherwell. I know Couldn't care less Come on, he's, gone, he's gone He went Alex McLeish He went mid 90s He's not caring about His hometown team I'll remember I that McGee was after McGee was after McCall McGee I would act, I, Well he came I, back Didn't he I wouldn't have got that 
Two spells, Martin McGee, though. Listen, no, 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 but if you'd asked me who was in yeah. what order they were, I would still have got the that wrong. The people in the beer garden will be disgusted. Two, two spells for McGee, though, remember. That's yeah, yeah, done yeah. Uh, who's got more caps for Scotland, James Forrest or Grant Hanley? James, you went Grant Hanley, didn't you? I it's James Forrest It's the other oh, one oh, Daniel's away already He's lucky though Roger I mean he's just guessing there There's only three in it You know James Forrest 35 Grant Hanley 32 They're horrible those questions They are Yeah, yeah. Because you then don't know Is it a bluff Is it, is yeah, it a double exactly, bluff Exactly so, Exactly um, So I think Roger One up is he now Or two up um, Which current so, championship side Did Barry Robson Start his career with It was Inverness I think James you knew that So Roger stretches his lead But you pulled one back Because you got uh, a nice easy one to finish Fashion Sakala Has been signed from a team In uh, which country It is Belgium So it was a 2 And a 1 2 3 A 4 2 victory For Roger Hanna Hard lines James Absolutely That's not too bad To be fair Exactly oh, There is no I'm, shame I'm sure in that. Daniel's really proud of you tonight, Daniel James. You enjoy your night in Jan- Daniel's off He's away with he's the gone. car He's run down the road I'm not, That's not my dad <laughs> <laughs> James and Daniel You're a good team You're a good sports Thank you very much James and Daniel In Motherwell no, Not that I want to knock down oh, One of my correct answers Did Barry Robson Not start his career at Rangers? Did he play First team games? No I, d- I don't know I'm asking you um, No I don't think he did But I mean he was I thought he was a Rangers player Well we, we, we would kind of go along The lines okay, of who did he play who A professional play okay. game for That's You know okay. sometimes Sometimes there's, there's such a thing As too much knowledge Roger Hannah. You know I mean You don't yeah. need to show off You can just Sit there and, and just accept Well He's got a reputation this, 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 this full story is coming out Before uh-huh. the end of the show No and games I, And I Rangers haven't even brought up The Coldwell Park medal yet So he can pipe down oh, This is true <laughs> the, 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 I wonder if there's a development On the golf story From yeah, the weekend Bypass that We'll maybe get back to it Ten minutes gone Done <laughs> Fairman nil uh, Wraith nil What about you football fans out there The great thing about this question It doesn't even matter What team you support What do you make of that short list For the football writer's Young player of the year David Turnbull Josh Doig Nathan Patterson Lewis Ferguson Who should win it? Who, who's had the best season Out of those four? They need to be young They need to be Scottish Who else is missing From the list? Is there anyone else You can think of? And if not Who wins it From that list? Tell us right now 0141 951 1025 Get the calls in uh, Huge night of football Oakton Fermland nil Wraith nil In the first of the playoffs To try and get into The Premiership Leagues 1 and League 2 Will finish tonight and that game, Brora against Kelty, has really got much more attention than perhaps th- this level of the playoff. When is that, Gordon? Sorry, when is it's that? tonight. That game's tonight as well. Roger, he's looking. I've not got that wrong, have I? No, no game's I'm just on tonight. Yeah, game's up at Brora. I shouldn't let him throw me off my stride. Yeah, I must yeah, admit. The, the returns at Kelty on Saturday, yeah. Um, because of everything that's gone on in the last few seasons, lots of focus on that one as well. So, I mean, how big a night is this all round? Well, it's huge, and it's huge because. Of everything that's happened to the clubs over the last two seasons um, You can argue whether or not Brora should be Highland League champions this season After three games And likewise Kelty Hearts and the Lowland after 13 games But the moral argument is with the two teams um, They didn't get the chance to come up last season And I think it would have been wrong Had they been denied the chance for a second year to come up So I don't know We've seen Brora beating Hearts this season You've seen the way Kelty have played in the Scottish Cup as well They are two decent sides I'm not sure mm. how they compare to one another well, Do you want me to give you an update from the game? Go for it mm-hmm. Within no. the first 10 minutes I think Brora have saved two penalties 
Within 10 minutes Within the first 10 minutes So Kelty get two penalties In the first 10 minutes Joe Mallon The Brora keeper Who's yep. from Motherwell You think You'd always like to throw Those we Former mentioned Former county player yep. Has saved them both Inside wow. the first it's 10 minutes the same minutes. player miss both Now that I am not 100% sure It must be the I'll, lad up front that I will double check Nathan Austin yeah, I must, must double check him. them, but um, that's some going, isn't it? I thought you were going to say a Brora player went down with cramp. No, Higginbottom. H- and by the way, talk about the level these guys have played at playing in that playoff. The first one, Higginbottom. The second one, Austin. Both saved. Wow, well done. That, and and Joe part Malone. of the excitement around this is both of these teams will fancy their chances against Brecon City. Oh yeah, you would imagine so, and we we'll look forward to that. All uh, right, come on, get your thoughts in on these. Young Player of the Year nominees for the Football Writers The PFA one is still to come As voted for by the players But the Football Writers one is out And I want to know if you agree with the selections Has anyone been missed? And if I forced you to pick one out of those four Who would it be? Very simple question Turnbull, Patterson, Doig or Ferguson Roger Hanna Do me a favour And kick off by Explaining the criteria Because yeah, that's important that, Before people come on With suggestions That are not in the this, running This is the award Handed out by the Scottish Football Writers Association And many years ago When the Young Player of the Year Award Was added to the Player of the Year Award The decision was taken That it would need to be A young Scottish player They were trying to promote Young Scottish footballers um, So you need to be A young Scot um, The likes of Ali McCann of St Johnson Fantastic season But now qualifies for Northern Ireland So it doesn't qualify for the Football Writers Award um, You look at Fraser Wishart's award With PFA Scotland They throw it open to any young player Playing in Scotland So if you go back through the years You know I remember the season Jason Dreyer won it um, When he came over from Belgium To play for Celtic Scottish Football Writers Award You need to be a Scot You need to be a young Scot I think the cut off age this season Was born after January 1, 1999 I think So you would need to be under the age of 22 at the start of this season um, I have cast my votes I've already voted oh. for David mm. Turnbull of Celtic um, Mind you, my vote doesn't carry much weight Because last season I voted for Alan Campbell and Motherwell And he didn't win it So um, I hope I haven't jinxed you David Why? Why David Turnbull? Um, I think in a dreadful season for Celtic He has probably been the one shining light in the last six months They started a weekend that he had created most chances in the Celtic team. Um, very when you, you know, remember he started the season at Motherwell. I think between the two teams, he was very, very high up in the entire league for chances created. And yeah, that was really the thing that, that swung it for me. And he, he, he's forced. He's a regular there. He's in there now ahead of the Ryan Christie's and the Tom Rogiches and and people like that. What do you make of the list, Gordon? Uh, four terrific young talents. Um, you're just wondering You know A very hard pick Gordon It is I think people will look at The amount of games As Roger said there About You know Turnbull's played On a Celtic team Very difficult season And fans are on here Every night saying We have to build The new team round about him So it showed you The impact he's had Patterson Has been terrific Since he came in Doik Is the same at Hibs Ferguson, I've not seen a lot of him But he's a, a, a terrific young player as well at Aberdeen Talking him getting a move He won the award last year, does Yeah, but if I was having my pick just through all that um, You know, you could. I can see arguments for for everyone there But I would probably go for Turnbull, Gordon Josh Doig's been brilliant though, hasn't he? Yeah, he's been absolutely brilliant But I just think under circumstances Turnbull getting into that Celtic team Under severe pressure from the supporters you know, the season they've had and supporters are still saying we're going to build a team 
we must build it around him So he's made a big, big impact for me well, That's all well and good But I really want to know what you think out there So let's hear it 01419511025 Turnbull, Patterson, Doig or Ferguson Who would get your vote if you had one? And is there anyone anyone missing? Um, Roger, the obvious thing that you have to address When it comes to probably Nathan Patterson um, Out of the four Is he, he'll have played significantly fewer games Yeah yeah, I would have thought so. Would that make as as good as he's been in those games? Would that make him the the, the outsider, or or has he done enough in those games to make an impact? Listen, I genuinely don't know. It's it's thrown open to every sports writer in the country to who is a member of the association to have a vote. So maybe they have been suitably impressed by the number of games that Nathan's played, and you know clearly Nathan has got votes. Otherwise, he wouldn't be in the shortlist. Yeah. So has he enough votes to win? There's no limit There's no lower limit On games played You don't need to have played 20 mm-hmm. games Or anything like that Gordon It's simply at the discretion Of the football writers Because here's the other thing People will say Oh how can Pick one I don't know How can Nathan Patterson Be on it When he's only played X amount of games Or how can mm-hmm. David Turnbull Be on it When Celtic have had A really You know Underwhelming mm-hmm. season But to say that You have to be able to Tell tell us Who should Be there instead And as Roger says The criteria 1999 did you say Born, yeah, January, January 1, 1999 um, I think And you need to be Scottish mm-hmm. This always happens I saw Twitter light up this morning Saying, oh, what about Yanis Hadji? Well, Yanis McHadji cannot qualify And last but, year But he could qualify for the PFE Absolutely. Scotland Absolutely. Award The winners voted for How by the players How many years have I been going to that event at your table? Um, it's at least 12 Because I remember the last dinner Somebody said, that's 11 years He's no bought a drink here Yeah, and I've got to say That's me just finding out the criteria of the <laughs> <laughs> to be fair When you come to the Scottish Football Writers Association Annual dinner The awards part Isn't really the driving force for exactly, you Exactly no So Roger Which Is there anyone else Would you say You know because it, when, you, when you think of that criteria It does limit you a little bit And people are quick yeah, To well, criticise well, well, and say He shouldn't be on the list He shouldn't be on the yeah. list but, but who should be well, then? The break does put up a powerful argument When he said That laddie for Hamilton Whose name I can't remember mm. So we, we could have an argument for him He's but, not played in ages though Oh no You were th- oh, Anyway I don't even know who you were on So about. no I th- Listen I think the short list is What you would say the, the four elite Young Scottish players Of the moment And is there even anyone else That enters the discussion Um. Well Listen That's, that's For the corners to, to phone in and say You know Phone in Do and you know, tell I, us I, I'm going to say something Gordon That's, alar- that's alarming for me If we're sitting here Just now And Rogers Obviously we're talking about it Racking our brains to say is that the only four young Scottish? No, listen, there, there are good young Scottish players around the league. You look at some of the lads that's in Mirren, the likes of Herhahon, people like that who yep. have come in this season, Cammy McPherson, mm-hmm. you know, people like that who have come in and impressed. Um, there are lads at Hamilton, you know, look at young Jamie Hamilton's come into the team latterly. I think Brian Rice mentioned it at the weekend, he had three 19-year-olds in the team at the weekend. Stephen Kelly's had a good season Stephen for Ross Kelly County. was man in a match, I believe. I think in the he'll County be in the age. The I weekend. think he's a, he's a 2000, so he, would, he yeah, should be but, fine. But are, are any of them Better than the short list that has been chosen. Well, that's for you to decide on the phones. 01419511025. Who should win out of Turnbull, Patterson, Doig, and Ferguson? And is there anyone else that deserves a place on the list? You need to let us know. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 01419511025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here. We were asking you about that short list for the Scottish. Uh, football writers, young player of the year, David Turnbull, Nathan Patterson, Josh Doig, and Lewis Ferguson. I'm asking you what you thought. It's really taken off on Twitter. Some 
Very interesting thoughts coming in Christopher Wren says I'm a Celtic fan But doig all day long And I hope he's in the hoops next season I like that from Christopher Because it's not often That people are willing To put team allegiance To one side As you you will see By the rest of the replies Well I have actually Just checked the rules there Gordon You do need to be Scottish You do mm-hmm. need to be born After January 1 1999 yep. And for the avoidance of doubt If there's flash flooding Between now and then The competition will finish <laughs> Unlike Gordon Biel's medal <laughs> that he was leading at the weekend We'll maybe get to that uh, Christopher, to be fair as well, throwing a few more names He says, I like Cammy McPherson and Kevin Nisbet Are they in there? But they're too old, Christopher I just checked them Especially Nisbet's actually 24, I think Yeah, uh, He's a bit older than people uh, people realise Colin Mather says, Josh Doig Turnbull probably get it because he's the golden boy with the press I've yet to see him shine in a big game, says Colin uh, Stephen Kennedy though says has to be David Turnbull I'm puzzled why Nathan Patterson's there He's played 14 games in all competitions And you know what ones I Well love is a, is a strange use of the word It's a love-hate relationship on here right People are saying Ha so-and-so will never get it Because the press hate And then they insert the name of their team there They're only on the shortlist Because they've received enough votes yeah. From the football uh, writers uh, So that if, if there is a bias It hasn't yet kicked in Think about and, that And it's a funny season Gordon Because quite often we get to this stage of the season And Manager of the year Player of the year And young player of the year Are shoe-ins For You know One person in particular But this season You mentioned it in the show On Saturday You know If St Johnson were to win Two cups Does, does Callum Davidson Get past Stephen Gerrard If You know wh- yeah. wh- Which of the Rangers Title winning team Is going to be Player of the year And your debate tonight Which of this four Is going to be Young player of the year I It's do, wide open do, all, all three I do love that theory That player won't win Because the press Don't like my team Well how are they On the short list then <laughs> Seriously It's a serious question 01419511025 Stuart and Bailiston Who would your vote Go to Well I'm going to use My West Coast bias here okay. And it's between uh, Nathan Patterson And uh, Sure, I'll tell you what Go and turn, turn your radio off If it's on in the background Producer Chris Just double check that I think it might be I can hear myself And listen It's bad enough The first time it comes out I don't want to hear it back You're telling us uh, Ten seconds later So um, I think we'll get that Cleared up Producer Chris Are we good? Sorry Stuart Take it away Right <laughs> Nathan Patterson Definitely I The wee guy that came From Motherwell Celtic Tumble. He's played with Murrow, he knows the script. Nathan Parson was, was sort of, you know, I'm going to say thrown in the Rangers team to replace Tavernier. He's not let us down. And uh, so it's between, I would say it's between the two. Do you think Patterson's played enough games? Because I don't think anyone who's talking about this, I don't think anyone is questioning how good he's been in the games that he's played or questioning the potential that he's got. Do you think he's played enough games to be named Young Player of the Year? Well, every game he's played, he's no misperformed. He's done what he's been put on today. Remember, he was replacing <coughs> uh, Tavernier, which is which is hard, hard, hard choose to step in, and he didn't do anything. Yeah, I mean, sure, as right, Gordon. Mm-hmm. Like I say, if Nathan Patterson does not win this award, I don't think he, I don't think it's got anything to do with how good a player people think he is. No, I agree. Um, it's up to the individual that's voting, Gordon. They'll look at the full situation, the season, the games. Uh, Stuart's got a point about, yeah, the question mark over Parsons 
got to be that he's only played 14 games in all competitions but it's the quality of those games the potential he's shown i.e. why people have voted for him there's an argument for all players there Cause I think it's seven, so it's, 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 it's seven league games I, Am I right in saying Roger Would your decision making be based mainly on that Because not every player plays in Europe so yeah, would, you know, would it be league form or I don't know which, How do you I, think I, about well, it you... Listen personally speaking I, I sort of went for the full package I spoke in the show at the weekend That I thought you know Stephen Gerrard got my vote for manager James Tavernier got my vote for player um, And it was a very, very similar thought process For the young player Just mm-hmm. guys who have impressed Throughout the season Who have Shown Above You know Others in the same Competitive range If you like In Turnbull's competitive range Is, is the Lewis Ferguson's And the Nathan Patterson's And the Josh Lloyd's And that was why Turnbull got the, the nod ahead Of the other three for me Tough few minutes For the conspiracy theorists though Because I saw tweets Along the lines of Ha ha Roger Hanna Voted for David Turnbull There's a surprise But you just told us Your vote Stephen Gerrard well, For the, the manager So to the that's, show on Saturday. That's, a, that's a tricky one That's mm. a confusing one we'll need, to, we'll need to think Longer and harder About these theories In the future And let's bring in Dave and Alloa and see what his vote would be. Dave, out of those four, you got any thoughts on it? Yeah, the producer just asked, Josh Deutz, my vote all season. He's played the whole season, tremendous prospect, and uh, he would get my vote. The thing that's probably good about, sorry Dave, uh, the thing that's probably good about Doig as well is, Sort of came from not, not came from nowhere I'm sure Hibbs knew exactly What he was he capable came from of from Hearts <laughs> Yeah exactly But the emergence Bursting onto the scene David Turnbull won this award Two years he ago did, when, yeah. he, when he was a Motherwell player mm-hmm. That's not to say He can't win it again um, But Doig has been a pleasant surprise Gordon I think to a lot of people And yeah Because I remember watching the boy In uh, a pre-season game Against Celtic And then Am I correct Roger He played against Celtic Was it Celtic And they get substituted Yeah Frimpong gave him A torrid time didn't he Yeah a torrid And the boys Bounced back from that He's one player You guarantee Will go to the top There's no doubt Guarantee Guarantee He'll go to the top The boy He's got everything In his locker He's a top top Young player Um, As I say Gordon There's four guys there And Everybody can make a case For each and every one of them It's just your personal choice Me personally I've went for Turnbull Not because I mean, You a, don't even get a vote But you're just no, saying No I've went for Turnbull Because of Everything that's happened this year And he's been the main Sort of a shining light For Celtic Well I guess Because they do talk about How hard it can be To go to Celtic or Rangers Um it's not often you go to the, go to them when, as a unit, they're all underperforming. Because I've heard you can spin that a couple of ways. People might say, "Oh, he's the best of a bad bunch," but actually going there and and having to become the main man probably isn't easy. You've got visions of joining the champions. I'm going to be playing with brilliant players who are bang at it every week, and that will raise me. Whereas maybe Turnbull's not quite had that luxury. Yeah, listen, I, I can't argue with any of that, and that maybe enhances his claim to this award. <clears throat> Also, he had a very bad injury that he's recovered from, Gordon, and absolutely no sign of that, you know, hampering him at all at Celtic this season. So I think he will go on to bigger and better things. And I think all four on this shortlist will go on to bigger and better things. And Doig's still a teenager, Patterson's still a teenager. I think you'll probably find these guys, if they don't win it this year, they'll probably win it in seasons to come. Dave, I know you're you're a Celtic fan and you've given Josh Doig the Is he the type of player? Could he could he go in it to a Celtic or that level and, and make a difference now or next season? 
Actually, if you hold on, guys, I'll give you a wee bit of information that I got to the source, to a source, a reliable source. Oh, I like it. And I'm going to put my head above the parapet here and actually go by and live and die what I'm going to say on the radio right now. And you can call me back whenever. I'll give you ins and outs at Celtic right now. I'm excited. Go, take it away. Right, here we go. Right, the delay for Eddie Howe's a done deal. The delay is his backroom staff because he can't get them out. A bone mouth because of the contract situation with them being in it with the playoffs. There's the first bit of information. Okay. Outset Celtic, Odson Edward, Christie, they're in trying to talk Christopher Ryer to become Celtic's new captain for the new season. I'm not going to turn around and say hey, that's, a, that's a happening. It's a possibility, but he may be going as well. Here we go. All the ends at Celtic. Josh Doyd. It's coming in at Celtic. Gallagher and Motherwell is coming in at Celtic. McCarthy of Crystal Palace is coming in at Celtic. Shakiri of Liverpool is coming in to Celtic. I don't know if did I mention Josh Doig? You Josh did. Doig. You yeah. made, uh, this I is, did. Turn Dave, your indicator off. See if you get all of this right. You you can replace Hugh Evans on this show. Right, that is. That is some list, Roger. Is there more, Dave, or is that it? There is, a, there is one more. Right. I was given it a thing, but I can't pronounce his name. Okay. But what I'm going to tell you is he was a centre half at Hadjuk Split. And the other one, sorry, the other information I forgot about him is Davis at Liverpool. So there you go. There's a whole load of list of Celtic players that are going out, possibly going out, and coming in. So, they, so they're all done. All of those players are coming to Celtic. Well, I didn't say they were all done. <laughs> right. I said, I said, these are the players that they're talking to. Oh, some are at, right, right, okay. Some are at advanced stage. Some are probably what you would call pipe dream scenarios. Okay. I know that a couple of them are loan signings. One of which is Shakiri's. That's going to be tried to be done as a loan signing. The Davis at Liverpool is a possible loan signing with a view to paying a fee, depending on the fee Liverpool want. But that's all the information I've got. And I'm going to live and die by that information on scoreboard right now. Good on you, Dave. I like the oh. courage of your convictions. Do you know that it's? I don't. That's I actually brave. don't know. I don't know where to start, Roger. My, my head. Brave, ups. Roger. Brave. Um, listen. Brave. Can you got a job you, you, Dave? You need a bit of courage. It might, I, Hugh, I Keevan's, it might Hugh Keevan's job here. This. I would things. read your paper if you, I, Dave, was working for my, you. My own suspicion is that Declan Gallagher will be playing with Scott Brown next season, but not at Celtic. Oh, there, Dave, get one wrong already. No, I'm just saying that's my suspicion. Dave yeah. may have them all right. Um, um, ben Davis is an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Could well have been a Celtic player. Liverpool nipped in. Liverpool took him and transferred deadline day from Preston, if you remember. Paid a sum of money and it hasn't been anywhere near the first team. So mm-hmm. you just wonder if, if Celtic will pursue that. But you need to remember, again, like we spoke about Liam Shaw earlier on, Ben Davis was identified by a previous recruitment team and a previous manager mm. So If Eddie Howe comes in Does he want You know Who among these people Is You know Eddie Howe signings uh, Yeah Dave who, who Does your Does your source go that far Who's identifying these players Are these Eddie Howe signings These are Eddie Howe signings Eddie Howe's in Eddie Howe has Okayed all these All these signings To come in the board That's his Wish list Among, among other Couple of players uh, uh, I don't. I, the other ones, I wasn't told who they were, but I, I, these are the ones I'm going to put my neck above the parapet and say they will be Celtic players next season or 
they will be tried to be Celtic players. Yeah. Some, oh, Dave, like not the old tried one. You can't come by the old tree. You've got to be positive. Dave's head and neck are now no. both above the parapet. His shoulders, knees, and toes will follow soon. Thank he will Dave be fully Eddie above Hill. it. Shakiri, I mean, that was an interesting oh. name. That's not one I expected. No, no. Uh, that'd be a big, big signing, would it not? The amount of money that he's on at Liverpool as well. I think Dave's the insider. Do you know the thing is The first part is I'm not saying it's not all plausible I'm not I wouldn't for a second doubt you Dave But the idea that The stumbling block for Eddie Howe Is trying to get backroom staff freed from Bournemouth That seems like a a very realistic Yeah I I think it's two guys called uh, Stephen Purchase and Stephen Whitehouse I think who stayed on Who are part of the staff under Jonathan Woodgate They are guaranteed in the playoffs I think it's Bournemouth, Brentford, Barnsley and Swansea and if you're those guys Where do you see your future? Do you see your future In the Premier League potentially With Jonathan Woodgate Or another manager Jonathan Woodgate's only got a deal To the end of the season Or do you see your future Reunited with Eddie Howe Up the road at Celtic? Declan Gallagher Is he likely to be a Celtic player Gordon? Um, I know you watch him closely There's no chance Declan Gallagher Will be a Celtic player um, I No do, chance? No chance oh, geez, You're as confident one way As Dave is yeah, the other Yeah I'm going to shoot Dave down here Um I've got that information better than Dave. I've got better uh, contacts. But Declan Gallagher, I, I do agree with, with Roger. I think Declan Gallagher, very good player, uh, very important player for Motherwell, had great performances with Scotland. Um, I think he would be probably the Aberdeen target. But Celtic, nah, I'm not having Dave with that one. Dave, we've got your number. We'll give you a call back in the summer. How does that sound? Come on, boys. I'll be ready and willing to take your call. Good man. Remember them all, and I'll tell you now, let's see who. Who wins the argument between Mr Hannah and uh, Gordon DL and myself? Let's let's leave that one till the beginning of the season. We now. will do. Producer Chris, have you written mm. them all down? I've stitched you to right up. How what's happened? I've stitched you right up. That's no Dave. What time's it? That's Eddie Howe. What is the time? Oh, full time teaser. Oh no. Oh, it's tough as well. And I've given you like 15 minutes to do it oh, I'm so sorry Thank goodness Daz is here Yeah Yeah let's rattle through these Jeez it was Eric It's a great question as well Since the mid Hold on Can I can I cut this down Just to make it No just go for quicker it Quicker for you Go for right, it Right okay Since the mid 80s 8 players Who had previously scored In Scotland's top flight Then went on to play More than 20 games For either Rangers or Celtic But never scored for them Now there are 4 from each so since the mid-80s, eight players had previously scored in Scotland's top flight. They then went on to play more than 20 times for either Celtic or Rangers, but couldn't score for them. Oh, I was going to say, Gary Boland? No. Cleland? No, I think you've got this in the, the wrong order. Ever? Roger? Um, Start me off, Roger. Mid-80s. Scored for top other flight. Scottish teams in the top flight yep. Then moved to Rangers or Celtic And didn't score mm-hmm. Right Not our own Fraser Wisher does it? They didn't have to go directly I yeah. don't think But they've played for the old at then. some point I mean Gordon you're always You always start Goalkeeper I mean that would be an obvious place to start Would it not? Is there any that maybe sneaked a goal And then obviously they couldn't go on and repeat it Because that's pretty difficult to do oh, It is um... Like going roughy Gorham Andy Gorham scored Hibs. for Hibs against Morton oh, Of course he did There we go Andy Gorham Right Needless to say it's the only goalie on the list because So the, the rest will be more defenders Maybe the odd yeah. midfielder Yeah Oh Cool Okay I'll tell you what I, I, I think 
I think I will make this easier for you because it's a difficult nah, question. No, no, I think we need to. I think we will take out. I'll, apart from Andy, go, oh, do you know what? We'll just leave it. let's see what you can come up with. Mm. See what we come up with. Right, okay. We'll go back on the phones and speak to John Paul next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Since the mid 80s Here is your teaser for tonight Since the mid 80s 8 players who had previously scored in Scotland's top flight Then went on to play more than 20 times For either Rangers or Celtic But never scored for them You've got Andy Gorham Who unbelievably scored for Hibs against Morton Obviously didn't play, uh, didn't score for Rangers But played lots of games um, Did you get any more during the break? Jack Henry Great shout Gordon Thank you. Zero on. goals Zero goals for Celtic But did score Dundee. for Dundee what about Lawson? Brilliant. Hibs and Celtic. Brilliant. Scored five times at Hibs, but never at Celtic. Any more, Roger? Uh, Aberdeen and Rangers. Richard Foster. Oh, uh, you're on fire. Right. I don't feel so bad for setting it up late now. He scored nine times for Aberdeen and never for Rangers, which means one, two, three, four, or 50% of the way there. You, you did not guess, you know? No. Darren McGregor? No. No. No, I didn't. I didn't he scored for so Rangers. I scored for Rangers. Talking about Scored in the playoff Did he not Against your team Gordon DL Scored in the playoff Against Motherwell at Yes he did he yes, the one back. I was there Okay We'll leave it there I'll let you Think a bit longer uh, We were talking Young player of the year We gave you the short list Turnbull, Doig, Patterson, Ferguson Who should win Who's missing From the list John Paul What would your Vote be Even Gordon Gordon and Roger Hello um, yeah, I'm going to go for Lewis Ferguson. You know, it would be easy for me to come on here and say David Turnbull. Uh, I'm not, I think the four that have been voted are, are fantastic young players. You know, I think Turnbull's quality. I think he's come into a, a Celtic side where it must be hard to come into and, and try and do as best as he can. You know, I've watched the boy Patterson a few times playing against other opposition, whether it's in Europe or against us, and I think he's a good player. But I'm going for Lewis Ferguson in volume of games alone. Uh, I think he played more games than another two. Um, and he's been a standout for Aberdeen. Every time I see him, he's a standout for Aberdeen. You know, I've watched him against Celtic a few times. He doesn't look at his place. Um, he's got everything. You know, he's good under pressure. High amount of penalties he scores when at big moments of the game. Um, he puts himself about. I think he's very physical. I think he's good in the ball. I think he's got a good football brain. So that was my first point. I, I think I think he could go to a bigger club, Celtic Rangers, and settle in and, and do all right. Um, that's my opinion yeah. uh, I think the boys got it On every level uh, And I hope to see him On a Scotland shot One day See that's what I like John Paul You've at least made the case And you don't have to agree But The number of games Is one thing Roger 40 times he's played for Aberdeen this season You yeah. know, He's one of the first names On their team sheet To be fair I guess Turnbull is And, and so so is Doig But he's, You know he's He's been Through it all with Aberdeen This season I suppose what Some people might say Is that actually He's had better seasons Individually for for Aberdeen in this one, but that doesn't mean you can't win the award. You just need to be have a have had a better season than the other three guys. Absolutely, yeah. And I, I saw him on Saturday for Super Scoreboard when Aberdeen won at Livingston. Um, he did emerge as a key player in the last couple of years under Derek McInnes, and I think going forward, he's going to be a key player under Stephen Glass. It'll be interesting to see the composition in Aberdeen central midfield next season because obviously Scott Brown is going up the road. But very impressed by Dylan McGeeck. Back the team Almost a sort of forgotten yep. man Played well at the weekend And of course Ross McCrory Is to come back in there as well When he's fit So really interesting to see How Stephen Glass Who was himself A very talented midfielder For Aberdeen back in the day How he sees that midfield unit Next season Well if 
Lewis Ferguson's got the future that John Paul predicts Has Scott Brown replacing Lewis Ferguson? Um, you need your phone back to the last caller Dave, Dave, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dave, Dave didn't have him in the list So I'm saying no uh, I do agree No 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 Is Scott Brown replacing Lewis Ferguson oh, The other right. way around Oh sorry The other way about um, No I think that uh, Lewis Ferguson can learn a lot of Scott Brown Yeah but will he be there Because will, I don't will, think will so. he get I, interest in the summer That's I, what I'm asking I, I think that Lewis Ferguson will get interest And it's whether There's a club prepared to pay the money That Aberdeen want for him It's not all about scoring goals And clearly you know In his position as well I, I wonder Roger if if this was the award given out at Halloween, he might have squished it. He get nine goals by late October. Yeah. Lewis Ferguson and one since. Yeah, I don't know if that matters. Like I say, it's not like he, he's not a number nine. He's not judged purely on that. Um, but he started the season in fine well, goal scoring form. Well, well, listen, my player of the year vote went to James Tavernier, who who started similarly and then you know had that injury late season and has only just come back into the team. So. People will vote as they see fit um, I'm not surprised Lewis Ferguson's on the shortlist He's had a decent season As I say <laughs> at m- My vote went to David Turnbull I would expect David Turnbull will be favourite But it's it's wide open mm-hmm. John Paul you want to come back in? Yeah um, My other point was Always about my team Celtic You know uh, I can't remind the last time You know watching Even, even going back to Martin and Neil days You know when we never had so much A great keeper We had centre half who, who were willing to go and put her head in the ball, get a clean sheet, win a ball at all costs, you know. Um, and then when you go to Van Dyke, they're the same one to do that, you know. Players now just so it's so easy for teams to to get it wide and cross the ball into Celtic. And every time a team does, it looks like they're going to score. You know, I was I was on the call before Christmas saying that, and, and I know we've said it all the time that Celtic messed up in the goalkeeping position. Now we let a goalkeeper go. We went down to Hearts and won the championship. They let him go. We went out the club, you know, and, and Celtic didn't replace him. Barkas hadn't done it. They mucked about with putting Barkas being in, Barkas being in the young boy. It's not happened. You know, we let Johnny Hayes go and we got in Greg Taylor. I'm not saying Greg Taylor's not a bad player, but is he any better than Johnny Hayes? You know, the overhaul that is going to need to happen at Celtic in the summer is absolutely, oh, it's frightening. You know, the players there, players who are just down tools, you know, for me, Christy, Edward, you know, good players, but. And they fight, you know, and I, I'm not, I can't mind watching a, a Celtic team with such wacky fight within, with right through the team, mm. you know, no lack of track runners, and or oh, he'll get them, and he'll get them. It's, it's just more like watching Celtic, you know, it's actually a bit scary that, that, that it's actually happening, and whoever it is comes in, like they said, and the, the, the last call they said about these players, you know, it's quite scary because you know, you're not just talking about three or four players, you know, you're, you're going to need eight or nine, nine players, you know, you could. Easily, the person that could come in and say, I don't want any three goalkeepers there, and then they need to get two keepers in. So it's a, it's a hard task, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping the board give the Celtic fans something back and start by announcing a manager pretty soon because it's no, it's no longer wait until the season starts again. Yeah, I do agree with a lot of points that John Paul makes there, uh, especially about the defence. Because if you look at the game on Sunday, Stephen Gerrard came out after the game and says, Look, our tactics were quite simple get at their back men. That's where their weakness was. Um, I was critical of Christie when he came on as a sub. He just gave up. I think it was Ryan Kent that was running towards the Celtic defence and Christie just basically down tools, which is not good enough if you're a Celtic player playing a game of that stature. Christopher Ayer, I said during the game, I thought that some of his play was very good. I think he's a very talented player. Sometimes he gets ahead of himself. But you've got to have a bit of desire and bravery 
uh, especially in these games, to go and try and block a shot from mm-hmm. Morelos. Um, and I think that's the thing that disappoints the Celtic fans. You can accept defeat, Gordon, because you can't guarantee it won every game, but you've got to, as a, a supporter, look for your players to go and have that bit of desire and hunger. It's kind of hard not to go over old ground, isn't it? I, I don't always want to, but this was the whole point, wasn't it? Shane Duffy was supposed to be the guy that takes the ball in the face, yeah? Yeah. You know, if need be. Um, I, I sometimes wonder, Roger, generally, not, not just this Celtic team, any team. See, when you hear about they're not trying, they're lacking fight, they're lacking desire. I wonder if that comes, though, as a as a byproduct of, of not being a good football team and of losing games and of of lacking confidence. But, you know, are they losing games because they're not trying or do they look like they're not trying because they're shot to bits and they and you know they, they can't get anything right? Well, listen, they're only human beings and confidence does, I'll tell you, confidence does play a big part in football and just take the Celtic support as a gauge, Gordon. For nine seasons, the Celtic support have come on this show and, you know, have been full of confidence, um, full of bravado, they've been celebratory in, in, in their tone. To be I, fair, Dave was, was full of confidence I, as well. I, I, that doesn't, I, I, that doesn't have see, to disappear. This season it's gone to pieces. The players are the same. You know, there were games in the previous seasons that sometimes Celtic didn't play particularly well in, but they had the belief, they had the confidence that they would get there in the end, and they did. This season, they're just devoid of all confidence. The season can't finish quickly enough for this group of players. Thank you, John Paul. It was a pleasure to speak to you. Hopefully, you will take the time to call us again soon. Um, do you know the great thing about this, right? There is no way Dave could possibly live this down. I can't believe I said to producer Chris, are you writing all this down? As if Twitter will forget. Yeah. You want to see Twitter. And some topical stuff on there as well. Greg's Gardens and Craig McGregor says, I think Dave might be H. Oh. <laughs> it's the two big talking points from the week It's oh. right up your street isn't it Yeah I was so disappointed Is it time to 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 confess I've never seen it At all Line of duty Never Not once Well I'll ruin it for you no, Don't please You've yeah. done that before However What I was good I, I'm aware that that's not great Right I'm right. aware that I'm, I'm not proud of that So what I had planned to do recently Was just, just binge it all Watch mm-hmm. it all Get up to speed Knock it in the head But having seen the reaction now To the last couple of nights I don't know if I'll bother it was Is it still uh, worth the, Going on the no, journey though? No forget Seriously? it Yeah put that to oh, bed Nah but I don't I'll trust f- you You're I'll so negative I'll one day in the studio I'll just have a chat with oh, you right, For half okay. an hour <laughs> That's fine um, I don't really know where to go after that I think that. I've got one of these players Answers Is that an ex I'm not sorry I'm, not, I'm just not quite there. done with Dave yet To be honest I'm looking at the The, the response on, on Twitter Is Spectacular it, it really is Absolutely spectacular I would expect nothing less uh, just to bring you up to speed with a couple of things It is half time between Brora and Kelty And Kelty are 1-0 up Dylan Easton with the goal So it's advantage to Barry Ferguson's side In the playoff between Dunfermline and Wraith Is it still goalless Gordon? I know that you've still been keeping an eye on it Gordon, very attractive Very attractive game Is it tense though? Not tense, that tension. Well, yeah, so it's it can be attractive tense. and tense at the it's, same time Of course it's, it's very tense So if Wraith can get you there with a draw Home advantage at the weekend Still be in the melting pot Still be in Starks the Park on Saturday who, Wraith yeah For that 3-10 train going past 2-1 oh. Two Montrose against Partick But they're not bothered are they Because they've won the, Yeah the league they, anyway. they are the champions yeah. Are having their celebratory Party right. tomorrow morning Minus Neil Donker <laughs> Yes He's not been invited um, What you got in this teaser We'll need to Try and round it off People on Twitter Complaining they don't even Understand the question I'm sorry Since the mid 80s I don't know how I feel Eight players 
who had previously scored in Scotland's top flight Then went on to play more than 20 games for Rangers or Celtic oh, no. But never scored for them Andy, <laughs> Andy oh, Gorham, Andy Gorham Richard Foster, Ulrich Larson, Jack Hendry <laughs> Any more? He, he, he's been doing that leaping from foot to foot thing Thinks he get an answer Then he's heard the question again Roger, go Paul Ritchie? No Kurt Broadfoot? No Jake Hasty? No Jake Hasty was the one I was going to go for He's, He's not, not played, played 20, 20 games, games for Rangers for or Rangers. Celtic Ah oh, right <sighs> Greg Dogerby He's only played 19 for Rangers I'm so sorry Ooh. Give us some clues Gordon Hibs and Rangers Still managing in League 1 <sighs> At Euro team Yeah uh, uh, oh, uh, uh, Murray Ian Murray Ian Murray Right okay Ian Murray never score This guy Will be Spoken about Lots during the, the The Euros As we go back to our first Major tournament For the men's team Since 1998 Who's synonymous With that tournament Colin Hendry Colin Hendry uh, Right this guy Over Loads of games for Celtic Hundreds didn't score But he scored 17 For Dundee and Hearts So Dundee Hearts Josh McKinley. Josh McKinley And the last one 21 games for Celtic No goals But a great scoring record At Aberdeen That's a good one McGinn No 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 We're going back Back Billy Stark No I'll just need to put you, put you Out your misery No give us a wee clue Initials I love initials J-H I put us out of misery <laughs> John Hewitt oh. oh John Thank you Gordon and Roger We are back tomorrow With Gary Caldwell And Andy Halliday And in the meantime Callum Gallagher is up next